hits a kindergarten. So it's something your pediatrician has probably even talked to you about. It's a book about it because you're homeschooling and you're trying to figure out. Let Kids Play Podcast. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. It's Nayetta here with another episode on Let Kids Play Podcast. And this episode, we're talking about fine motor skills. I know you hear all over like the internet, if you're reading blogs, your doctor's probably, your pediatrician has probably even talked to you about it. The school has probably even talked to you about it. Or you read a book about it because you're homeschooling and you're trying to figure out where is fine motor and why do I need to be teaching this to my kid? Or how do I even teach this to my kid? So to make it sweet and simple for you, because I'm here as your activity guy. I'm here for you and your little one. Fine motor is pretty much the movement, small movements of your hand and your fingers. Why is it important? It's the foundation in the beginning steps of your little ones holding their pencil, using scissors, zipping their coats, tying their shoes, any little thing you can think of with your hands. Fine motor um, development, skill development is what that leads into. So most people start or most um most people, we'll just keep it at most people. Most people started like five, but really you need to start developing your little one's fine motor skills like as early as possible. Um, so I'll give you four tips on how to start developing their fine motor skills now and things that you can continue to do because like I said, we're setting the foundation over here at Let Kids Play. They're having fun, they're learning, they're playing, you get to chill, have a mom break sometimes. And also your kids thrive once they get to kindergarten. So it's a win-win for everyone. All right, so let's get into it. We already talked about, I have my notes here because I can't wear my glasses on the episode because the lights and all that crazy stuff just reflect. But here we are. So the first thing, is drawing and coloring. This is the only time, probably the only time that I would highly recommend a worksheet. And that worksheet is for your little one to draw or color or just a blank piece of paper. But um, drawing and coloring, number one, it's a pre-writing, um, like a pre-resequate <laughs> for those that, uh, you know, understand what that means. But it's that step pre-writing um, skill that you develop before your kids are actually writing. And some people downplay it. Some people don't understand how important it is. It's a way that the little ones are communicating themselves. It's their way of writing. Scribble is a way of writing. It's like level one, step one. So I would say start with the egg crayon, the little crayons that are shaped like an egg. And I'll try to remember to put a link. Um, in the description for you all um but it has the graphs like this so that your little ones are coloring and holding the crayon like this and then you go to like the triangle crayons to where they're holding it like this and grasping the crayon and then they get to the small crayola ones where they're like this so it's going in building those fine motor skills and building those muscles in their fingers as they color and do things like that all right, number two is my favorite. It's cutting and pasting. A lot of you all are scared of your little ones to get scissors. I don't know why. Like, they shouldn't have scissors without you right there anyway. Um, And I know they get into everything and they go get them. So, I like these scissors. They have this little helper thing right here. You can find these at Target or Dollar Tree. But I like these because it helps them push so that it's harder for them to 
or easier for them. It feels harder, but it's easier for them to cut the paper. But I start serious skills at two. Don't freak out. Um, they're not as sharp. They're rounded on the tip. But this too is the time that you are building those fine motor skills. And so they'll probably start doing like this and you have to hold the paper for them, but you're teaching them the safety of the scissors as well. So they'll probably start like this, trying to cut the paper like that. And then they'll go to where they have two fingers and then it has a little hump right here for them to put their two fingers and they'll put their thumb in. And then they'll start like this. And then as you develop more, they'll start like this. So this is how they will probably start at two and it's okay for them to start cutting paper at two um this is again where we've been they shouldn't start using scissors in the kindergarten the first grade they should already know how to use scissors before they get to that step so you should hand them the scissors to teach them the right way to handle scissors and what to do with scissors because the earlier you introduce them to something and the um, earlier you teach them the right way to do it it's already built in their brain whether you feel like they're remembering or not that foundation is set so when they see those scissors again they already know what to do with it so they'll eventually be cutting without their little helper but yes scissors so cutting cutting um is also tearing let them tear the paper these you do a little and it worked y'all i'm telling y'all that joint was crazy she had my daughter in there ripping paper and she wasn't running around she just wanted to rip paper i was like this is amazing this you see that they're folding their little hands like this to rip the paper and they may not be able to rip it you will be surprised because you think it's so easy they may not be able to rip the paper but that's what you're working towards and they may get upset upset so make sure you go back and watch the video where we talk about emotional development um teaching them to because they may start like this and then they get down like this with the two fingers tearing paper and then the other part of that is pasting so whether they're cutting the paper or Tearing the paper, free the glue, free the glue. <laughs> Let them squeeze that glue and stop yelling. It's too much because they don't know what it. They don't know what too much is at two, three, and four. They may not know what too much is. So let them figure it out, and then as you use the glue more and more and more, they'll know. Man, that was way too much, especially. If you have them help you clean it up. And that's why a lot of the lessons are learned. Like, let them help you clean it up. Don't clean it up by yourself. Let them help you because they're learning. Like, ooh, that was a lot. That was rough. That was too much glue. So I know not to use that much because either I don't want to clean it up or it messed up what was in my mind for this artwork that I'm creating. So free the glue. Let them use as much glue as they feel like they need. And then they'll learn to like, okay, let's is good or you're teaching them versus like that's too much glue that's too much glue give me the glue yeah like unnecessary they don't know what that mean let them pour and like hey that's enough i think that's enough that's enough i mean sometimes they they don't listen we just being real over here they don't listen so you might have to take the glue but they just want to pour it so just give them i call it a, a glue table so give them like uh i would take one of those old not old, those big old TV boxes, um, pick it up from a store or something, that's your glue table because it's so big, you can use a whole bottle of glue and it still won't go over the ends of the box. So you can take a big box or a large pan like the aluminum pans and just let them be glue happy to get it out their system and then you all continue working on whatever art project 
or whatever um, creativity thing that you uh, uh, activity that you're doing. Breathe glue and let them use scissors. You won't end up in the ER. Fingers crossed. But yeah, these scissors aren't this sharp. But like I said, you can buy them at Target or um, Dollar Tree. So that was number two. Number three is playing with tools. I like the tools. So we have the tongues for them. So these are the ones that I would recommend for like a two year olds because it's like this it's bigger and then you know as they get older and get better with their grip so they may start like this actually and then they'll go like this and then they'll go like this with their fingers so the tongs are a good thing um the hole puncher love these especially the ones with the grip so your little ones may not of course do it like this this is where we're trying to get them to so they'll you know it'll because they're building that muscle um so it'll take them some time but that's a good one and then just regular old binder clips so this one is really hard for them to do um so this one is probably a little more advanced so this would be this is something that you will probably do once they've been working on their fine motor skills um a little bit more so those are the tools that I like to use in my house on a daily basis and it creates an activity because the whole puncher you can get it in different shapes. I mean and you can use different color paper and that's an activity within itself that will last them for a good little minute. Also some tools that I like to use, of course it's my favorite, is Play-Doh. You know what, let me grab this little Play-Doh roll for y'all. So not only do we make the Play-Doh and you know, the rolling it and smashing it and all that stuff, I get these little tools for them to roll back and forth. So they may start like this, they may do like this, they may do like this, but either way, they're working those hands and those muscles. Um, and then I've seen some kids do like this, like with just one finger. So um, Play-Doh is a good fine motor and pre-writing uh, tool that we use as well. Last but not least, tip number four, yield to their demands. Yes, I said it. Yield, bow down to their demands. Like, <sighs> you just got to let them do it. You have to let them take risks. That's a part of learning. Um, you, you just got you to gotta let them do it. Their morning routine, their night routine, the things like zipping up their coats or... um grabbing their hangers, picking up their clothes, their socks, um, folding their socks, like wrapping them up together. You have to let them do it. Um, point, like if you have an ice maker, letting them fix their food, get their eyes, pour their water. All those are fine motor skills. And what you can do, especially with the uh, water point, because you want to avoid a mess, you get like a bigger cup and then you put their cup down and let them pour that small amount. So they're not, you know, pouring from a big old container. Um, and that'll help them. But you have to let them do it. They're screaming. Some kids are screaming, let me do it. Let me do it. Let them do it. Include them in their routine. I know they're little. We're there to guide them. Uh, we're there to supervise them. We're, make sure, we're there to make sure that they're safe. But it's their life. Let them do it. Let them brush their teeth. Let them wash their face. Let them lotion their face. Um, let them put on their socks. Like all that stuff is fine motor that leads into the things that you all are so stressed and worried about getting wrong, which is the writing and um, holding a pencil, using scissors, things like that. So 
that's that's my last one so i'll do a quick quick recap for you so number one was drawing and coloring number two was cutting and pasting number three was using your handy dandy tools and then number four was letting them do it just stepping back and letting them do it so i have an activity assignment for you so an easy one if you don't have tools like this you can't go to dollar tree or target or lake sure to grab them grab the songs that you use to get your wings get a little cup or a bowl um i have peanut uh peanuts the melon peanut things here but you can put anything in here like if they like i said if you have an ice maker put a little bit in the ice i mean put a little bit of ice in this cup and then have them pick up the ice to put in the cup that they're going to drink out of if you do like marshmallows a chocolate chip their snacks have them go fish have them pick it up with the tongues and put it into their snack bowl, paper towel, whatever you use. Easy activity, something simple. You could do it tomorrow. I want you all to let me know in the comments as you're watching this video what activity you're gonna um what tools and activity you're gonna do for your little ones to develop their fine motor skills today as you're watching this today. All right, so if you enjoyed this information that I'm giving you, make sure you subscribe. That's the best way you can show support for me. Um, I love helping you all. I love giving you all tips because, as I always say, the traditional way is not working. Our kids under five are growing, growing up and going into these systems, and it's, it's just not working. Like, America is behind. As a country, we're behind. So I'm here to... If I can change one child at a time or one household at a time, that's what I'm here for. So please subscribe, like, let me know what you think of this video and our channel. We'll keep putting out content and just trying to change the early education world one parent at a time. Until next time, it's Nayeta. Bye. Let Kids Play Podcast. <laughs>